Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Insanely Haunted. My name's Max. I'm Cassie. And I'm Dan. And uh, in case you forgot, idiot, this is a show where we watch every episode of Ghost Adventures, the Travel Channel reality program. You're not an idiot. You're not an idiot. I'm sorry. You might be. <laughs> we you, don't know. If you're anything like like our friend Zach Bagans. Then we're very sorry. Then we're very sorry. Um, this is uh, season two, episode two, Castillo de San Marcos. So located in St. Augustine, Florida. So right away, you know that this is gonna be a challenging episode in terms of insensitivity, I- I- cultural sensitivity, shall we say? Because Zach doesn't have a lot of it. Yeah. Um, this is uh, apparently the oldest city in the United States of America. I did not fact check this. But I automatically assumed he was probably wrong about that. So, by the way, our cat is messing around with stuff. So if you hear a crinkly in the background, it's just me eating popcorn. Oh, let me straighten this out real quick. Okay, I'll just cut that out if you don't mind. Okay. Okay. All right. So yeah, we're in Saint Augustine, Florida, um, oldest city in the United States, according to Zach. I did not fact check that, so I'm not certain if it's true or not. This uh, fort was... It's the first thing Google says. Okay. Okay. Well, Google. There you go. Google knows best. Google knows best. Uh, this fort was uh, established by Spanish conquistadors. <coughs> so we know right away that this is a horrible situation. What's really funny is that Zach uses the word discovered. <laughs> <laughs> Spanish conquistadors discovered this place. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, in terms of Spanish history, yes. I'm just going to say right off the bat that um, he really does not give enough attention to the native population, imprisoned and killed. He will not focus much on it. And when he does, it's going to be really disrespectful. He makes the main setting of the, the main ghost story like that, that fuels this whole thing is the conflict between the French and the Spanish over this piece of land. With very, very little... They they, sp- they spend a little time talking about this one ghost. Um, of a native. Uh, this seminal gentleman. What was his name? I forget, but he was the general of the local population. Okay. Yeah. So the big high, shot. The big shot. Yeah. Um, the boss. So yeah, they glaze over any major um, native issues. And and by the way, this is a national park, I think? Yeah. It is. This is a national park, this place. So some of the interviews they do are with park rangers. And then the other interviews they do are with eyewitnesses, in quotes. My my addition. The, the interview with the park rangers, I would love to see the stuff that got left behind on the cutting room floor from that. Because I bet it's super awkward. And I bet the park rangers spend the whole time saying there's no such thing as ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Um... 
But all the while being very polite about it. Yeah. Yes. Very nice, helpful park rangers. Yeah. No, it's not haunted. So what I was confused about the people, they have a tour guide. And yeah. Was, was she state-sanctioned? Because the bar said she was a tour guide. But that's all it said. That's all it said. Tour guide yeah. slash eyewitness. She could be a okay, haunted fort tour guide with yeah. a little local yeah. group. Drags you around. And that's what shares I'm thinking. Shares you to haunted places. And she then you end at a bar. Yeah, yeah. drinking. Yeah. Right. And she wasn't wearing a uniform. So I'm guessing she was not. This that's is the I lady. <laughs> this is the lady who took them to the Bones room. Oh my God. <laughs> she said Bones. Three the, times. The way she said the word bones was so, like, haunted house, scary story, mm -hmm. animatronic. Not only that, I think they're trying to fiddle with their, you know, production and try out cool effects because they echo bones. And she says, this is the bones room. Bone, bone. And then, <laughs> and then about a minute later, Zach says, wow, wow. Wow. It's almost as if they're trying to give the room a sense of echo. <laughs> I, I, I want to make it clear. They didn't add a fake echo. They just repeated yeah. footage of these people saying these uh -huh. words in <laughs> with like really absurd timing. Yeah. Like you would see Zach go, wow. And then it would cut to another shot of Zach going, wow, at a different time. <laughs> yeah, I think they were also, yeah, they must have been playing with it because in one of other his, his other uh, interviews, it was one of the old coots. Um, yes. Is this the cool old, old coot or the weird old coot? The weird old coot. This I guy was very strange. Uh, His name he was, was Eric. He looked, quote, he looked like a guy who doesn't believe in the paranormal, but he does. He absolutely <laughs> does look like a guy who believes in the paranormal. And that's, that's Zach, Zach. Bacon saying but that. But during the interview, he does this weird flip to his left, looking <laughs> at the at the same camera. Normally, you'd flip to look at a different camera. But he just flips and looks at the same camera and gets down real low and looking right at it. And it's just ridiculous, <laughs> really the type of... Yeah. So this guy tells us about... Um, this is the first guy uh, we, the audience, meet after the park rangers. And one of the things he says to Zach is that the park rangers won't tell you... That it's haunted. Like, we, the locals, think it's haunted. And then it comes to a shot better. at the park rangers saying it's not haunted. <laughs> <laughs> so we're building a narrative here. That yeah. The park rangers are like stodgy old, you know... Non-believers. Non-believers. Suppressing the truth. It's quite funny. Zach asks them uh, like if they believe in ghosts. And the one just kind of has a flat face, uh, shakes his head and says, nope. <laughs> 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 oh, can we talk about the fort real quick? Yeah, we've got yeah. two geologists. Here, oh yeah, myself and Dan. Um, oh, oh, we got other things to talk oh, about. Oh, we got plenty of geology things to talk about. <laughs> um, so it's going to be a geology-heavy episode. Yeah, sorry. The the fort was apparently built out of coquina, and for those of you who don't know what coquina is, it is a sedimentary rock that is. So sedimentary rocks are rocks made out of other rocks. They accumulate from stuff weathering and falling down. Coquina is made out of seashells, little bits of seashells. If you look at it, you can actually see those bits and pieces. You don't even need um, to be close to look at it. You can no. see it across the room yeah, and the tell it looks like someone piled, poured a bunch of seashells in with uh, cement. Yeah, and it actually, a lot of people say it looks like oatmeal, like solidified oatmeal. It yep. really does. Actually, yeah. Um, and they said that it made the fort really strong. Um... <laughs> Opa! Jesus. Lydia, that does not mean you go back. I think we should cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> Let me take this down real quick. Cool stuff.
The thing about Coquina is it's actually pretty soft. <laughs> and you can tell that. Like, they show you where the cannonballs hit. Yeah. And there's, like, dents in it. There's holes. However, they did say the fort was successful in defending all it, or most of the attacks. Which, I mean, it's not strong, but it's, it's absolutely going to absorb those cannonballs. Yeah. It's just the misconception of strong being resistant. Yeah. Like, or being a, giving a higher, a better chance of survival. Like you can actually like just take a piece of coquina, smash it, and it will break into pieces. Um, also, it's another what, twice as strong as your fingernail. Uh, so it's made out of aragonite, um, calcium carbonate. Yeah, it will be. Oh, I don't know the hardness. Nerds. Whatever that hardness scale, it's the more, it's more hardness. Yeah, it's like three or four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we told you it'd be geology. Honey. <laughs> but also another thing about it, uh, which would be, it would be an inopportune building material because since it's made up out of aragonite, um, if if aragonite is um, exposed to any type of acidic rain, which happens naturally. Uh, natural rain water is slightly acidic. Um, it will actually dissolve. That's why you get caverns in limestone. Yeah, limestone acts the same. It has the same material in it. Um, it's just not as uh, visually there, but there it's it is made out of like shell material um, in general. Um, that's why like if you see um, gravestones made out of limestone, if they're old. It gets hard to see the the writing um, because it starts dissolving away. Mm. Um, whereas newer gravestones are made out of granite because it's more resistant to acid and mm. other types of erosion. But anyway, that's just a little rundown on the castle and how they were. And Zach wonderfully points it out that they made it out of shells, not rock. Yes, but yes, okay, you, yep. But I will forgive him for not knowing the difference. It looks like shells. <laughs> yeah. It does. It, it, it. You'd have to be pretty blind to Google a picture shells. of Coquina right now. Yeah, You'll see what should. we're talking about. It's really cool. So in this episode, Zach learns a cool new way to die <laughs> from our friend Cal, who teaches Zach about a, a Ooh, te- an execution technique. Not trying to make fun of a stereotype. Looks like a mall ninja. He does look like... I do not know. I've never heard those two words together. But when you put them together, and I put that image, like I put that phrase to the image of Cal, it worked. Wait, what's a mall ninja? You know, like a teenager. I'm getting like a Katanas, trench coats. Oh, Probably likes memes a lot, like really into the Um, internet. But he's probably on Reddit instead of Tumblr. Well, or maybe 4chan. 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 Although, he did have that shirt. He did. I liked his shirt. So I'm probably just being an ass and judging him. So his t-shirt had a picture with a bunch of native people, and they all had guns. And at the top it said Homeland Security, which I liked a lot. I couldn't read the bottom part. Yeah. But I, I, there's, a guy, there's a guy um, who I, I've seen at the co-op all the time. He has a shirt just like that. Oh, really? He's okay. like a really nice old man. Oh. While we're speaking about fashion, can we talk about Zach's Oh, hair? shit. Yeah, yeah we didn't please. talk about it in yeah. the beginning, did we? No. Maybe we can edit it back awkwardly, as awkwardly as they video edited their footage. Yeah, super awkwardly. Yeah. But Zach's hair. Looks straight out of anime. Yeah. Like some it's Dragon real. Ball Z. Yeah, it is sure. gelled and it is engulfing his face. It's yeah. like meticulously spiked. Like yeah. each individual one. But carved. if you look really carefully, they're not, uh, they're kind of random. Like together they're in a certain direction, but individually mm-hmm. they're kind of just like scattered. And like I've said before, it looks like gelled grass hair. Someone took a, 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 a 
He's a, a tower, a tower size, <laughs> a tower size bottle of hairspray, and just blasted him from the back. <laughs> oh my god, it reminds me of that. Oh, if you guys haven't seen documentary now on Netflix or oh, IFC, you gotta watch what a, it. What a TV program. episode one. Have you seen it, Dan? No. Okay, I gotta to share it with it. you. Um, it stars Bill Hader and uh, Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen. First episode, they play two old ladies. Um, then I have seen that. That is hilarious. Yes. It is hilarious. <laughs> and there's a scene where he's asking, or one of them is asking uh, this boy, who, this neighborhood boy that helps him out to, to <laughs> spray her with bug spray. <laughs> Get everywhere. Don't be shy. <laughs> he just sprays Get her everywhere. face. <laughs> like, just keeps spraying her face. Documentary just, now. Hey, we're not getting paid for this. It's a really good TV show. You it really watch is. It. Uh, but that's that's what we imagine Zach Bagans, but with uh, hairspray instead. Anyway. Um. <laughs> oh, and he's got the black shirt, the black pants. He's showing his belt buckle. He's doing the belt buckle now. It's starting to become more pronounced. He has this thing where he tucks his shirt yep. and back of his belt buckle, but nothing else is tucked of in. Of course. Yeah. So while we're getting a tour of this place, uh, we are shown the Bones room <laughs> by our tour guide friend, and um, we get a little flashback back to the Edinburgh Vaults episode, the the finale of season one, because the room is very similar, and mm-hmm. it, it's like exactly the same shape almost. And I mean, there's probably not only a few good ways to make an underground bunker, so that makes sense. Uh, Zach and the boys get a very bad feeling in this room, uh, so that so you know they're going to come back to it later, as they do with every spot in this fort. They really went, They were really spreading themselves pretty thin in this episode, weren't they? I was really surprised that they didn't bring up Edgar Allan Poe's uh, story. The cask of a month. I'm not surprised at all. Zach didn't bring I don't up think the they cask. Know who Edgar Allan Poe is? <laughs> no, they've d- definitely Zach has heard the Raven at oh. some point. I'm sure, yeah. But, like, this is basically it. The Bones Room is a room where people were chained up and then basically buried alive. One time, okay, when I was going to school um, at Millican University, uh, this very small liberal arts college out in the middle of nowhere in Illinois, there was an event that I believe was held by the Honors College Mm -hmm. on Halloween night called Poe in the Pit. Where folks would come read Edgar Allan Poe poems. Oh, that sounds so it was cool. actually it was pretty rad. But I got up there and I decided to read the Cask of Amontillado. I don't know if you all know that's like a twenty-page short story, <laughs> <laughs> and I did not know that when I began reading. So halfway through, I was like, "Holy shit! This is very. This yeah. just became very awkward." The real horror of everyone <laughs> yeah. there was having to sit through twenty minutes of Max talking. <laughs> Reading Edgar Allan Poe. Well, okay, there was a professor who was dressed up. This is weird. There was a professor who was dressed up in the manner of uh, of the fella from Cask of Amontillado, the guy with the with the cocks coming the bells. And whenever I would talk about like the jingling of the bells, he would like shake his little <laughs> cocks. <come. laughs> it's a very special place. This school, anyway. Liberal arts. Liberal arts colleges. You I thought know. you were gonna say he gets up and acts it out, like as you're halfway. Really. I mean, with the bells. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. Um, anyway, this is where we kind of learn about... Um, God, I wish I could remember this dude's name. It's the Seminole, the Seminole General. I don't remember what he was called, but he was captured uh, by the Spanish, but he apparently befriended the doctor who worked at the fort. 
Um, and just before he died of malaria, they struck a deal where the doctor could have his head after he died to do medical research on. And some kind of Three Stooges bullshit transpired to where the, the, the doctor lost the head somehow. And so now you can see like a disembodied head Floating of this gentleman. Around. Yeah, just hanging out. And that's one of the main things they want us to take away from this encounter is that we're going to see, we're going to be out looking for this head. Uh, they talk about uh, and actually make a trip to Anastasia oh, yes. Island, which was um, taken over by the French Protestants um, around the same time. Um, and apparently the Spanish went over. Uh, told them that they had to convert to Catholicism or die, and they chose to stay Protestant, so they all got massacred. These were the French Protestants in this area, by the way, so probably didn't have anything to do with religion, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, just murder all around. Um, yeah. And Good this was the this was the big focus of the whole episode. Not the natives and what they had to deal with. I mean, they talk about all the unmarked graves and the, the grass surrounding the fort, but they don't really go into who and why and how. They just focus on this French massacre, um, which is really unfortunate. It's basically, well, you know, whitewashing history. Um, they... There's okay. sand here. <laughs> this massacre took place on a beach uh, in 1556. Okay, now, <laughs> the earth changes. We know that. <laughs> you can look at Google Images at the Great Dunes up in Alaska, and between years taken, you can watch this sand dune migrate. Beaches change. Um, the Mississippi is putting a lot of new material into... The uh, the Gulf of Mexico. Thank you. God, blank <laughs> Um It's putting a lot in there. You can visibly see this change. We Should have f- we have sand dunes um, here in Washington that yeah. you can actually see the the layer of Mount St Helens ash, and then the sand that developed after that as the dune continues to migrate. Mm-hmm. Like this happens on a yearly time. A very scale. short time scale. Yeah. So the point is, is that. Sand dunes are mobile. They're just kind of blowing in the wind everywhere. Sand in general is it blows, yeah, moves. So they're looking for a spot that has probably moved, and they just go to the beach, the current day beach. It's not that is not the original sand where the people were murdered. Not only that, it would have all been washed away by the water. And they go when they try to collect a bottle of sand because, according to Zach, <gasps> the sand. Is very pr- provocative to ghosts. Yeah, it's like anathema to them since it's it, yeah. the, the the sand where the French the French died. Yeah, it's got the the blood of innocence on it. And he's planning on bringing this back to the fort. Um, something to know for all of you uh, listeners out there: if you ever visit a national park, and even state parks as well, uh, it's illegal <laughs> to take material. From that national park. And, and there is now video evidence <laughs> of Zach taking sand. So I want to, I just want to mention something before we move on. Did you guys see the second Pirates of the Caribbean movie with Davy Jones in it? Yeah. No. There's a major plot point uh, that involves his character not being able to step foot on dry land. And so Jack, uh, Jack Sparrow defeats him, outwits him by 
collecting a jar of sand from a beach and dumping it out on Davy Jones's boat so he stands on the sand and Davy Jones can't get to him. It's very convoluted. This film was released before this episode. Oh. Uh... Um, <laughs> so... I, di- I don't want to venture, like, uh, like too much of a guess here, but I think Zach was feeling pretty imaginative when he came up with this plan. Uh-huh. I think yeah. he might have had some inspiration. Yeah. Just spitballing. Yeah. You know. Well, he kind of speaks uh, slow, <laughs> like Jack Sparrow. Yeah, you don't really know what he's saying, and it's kind of funny. Yeah. He also does that <laughs> wobble sometimes. Um, this, uh, also, we get a great shot during this scene, uh, like this whole sequence where they're visiting this island of Aaron almost falling into the <laughs> river, which is great. Yeah. It's like they didn't have time to do a second kick to take. He also almost falls when they're on the fort. I think he was probably right? drunk. Yeah. Aaron might have been a little, he might have had a little <laughs> bit. Like, we, we don't know what's in that vest. <laughs> yeah. it has so many pockets uh, there Let's are see. there are several episodes where they are obviously drunk and yeah where, where it's not a question like we'll, they're for sure for sure drunk we'll eventually get to those one of, my one favorite of them ones is, is the this... Manche- Manchester it is right? yeah or Winchester sorry yeah yeah and I don't know if that's the one where they go skiing yeah the one oh. where they get drunk. There's an episode of Ghost Adventures where the boys get drunk and go skiing, and it's very funny. And they get in trouble by the, <laughs> the, the ski security patrol. at this. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Um. So that's is that about it for the uh, pre-lockdown? Yeah, that's about it. That's pretty much the last thing they do before the lockdown begins. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> a park ranger locks them in, and they put this poor oh, man's oh, name oh. back to the um the beach. Mm-hmm. They go looking for a fort. Yeah, and it's on a state. Oh park. yeah, it's a little fort out there. They go in, and they break and enter into this. Yeah, that's clearly someone like a park ranger. They like use it as an outpost or something there's where like, they would not want normal people in there. It's not there. open to the public. It's clearly closed and locked, and they break and enter into it. Yeah, it's not locked, but it's, it's securely closed. That's the door where Zach pushes several times. It's secure Maybe enough it that, that it requires two of them to open Maybe it. Maybe it was locked and they just broke the lock off. And then, and then he pushes it a final time and he says, it's unlocked. And um, <laughs> <laughs> because of what I just did, yeah. Aaron, Aaron comes and helps him too. So it takes two of them to open, jam yeah. this door open. Yeah. To force cool. It open. So we have him stealing <laughs> or <laughs> breaking one law by taking... Um, sand and another for breaking and landing, possibly. Yeah. Cool. Um, they still publish this episode on a DVD for everyone to watch. <laughs> so the next thing is they go into the lockdown. This very this very nice park ranger locks them in. Um, and Zach explains his like fifty point plan for how they're going to tackle this evening. There, he names like eight locations for the X cams. And it's just a wash. Like, I don't remember any of it. I'm not going to lie. I went, I'm, had an edible, and I went on a little soul journey. But I started when he started talking, and I came out of it by the time, like, while he was still halfway through. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Reminder, we're in Washington State. It's legal Marijuana is totally legal here. It owns. Um, just come to Washington. Yeah, for sure. You don't even have to be a citizen here. You can just buy it. Yeah, it's yeah there's literally... You have to are, smoke it in Washington, though. There or are, eat it or do whatever you there want. There are weed stores... Along the border of Idaho. There's, th- there's three of them within walking distance of this apartment. It's yeah. wild. Yeah. It's great. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, so so they're, they're beginning their lockdown. 
Um, one of the things that Zach's very excited for is he has a new piece of equipment called an EM pump. We may have mentioned this before, so I'm, I'm not certain if he got this for this episode because I'm pretty sure that they've had EM pumps before this. I think so too, unless we're watching it in I think the DVDs order. may be published out of order for yeah. whatever reason. Um, this is, this is a, he says in this episode this is the first time they're using it. So the EM pump just creates an electromagnetic field. Air quotes. Well, we I mean, I'm sure it actually It's does an electromagnet. That. It's You're just creating an, electro an electric field around it by pumping a current through it. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, all it, it is. It just when pulses you flip that a current. Switch, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a simple little breaker that's going to flip on and off trigger. Their idea is that it helps ghosts manifest themselves. Because it gives them that energy. What if it's like a taser to ghosts? Maybe he's actually just zapping the shit. Oh my god! They hate it. They hate it. They don't like it at all. They're trying to get away. Coming in, accusing ghosts, and zapping them. Man, I died in 1985. What are you doing this to me for? And then when they walk into a new place, the ghosts are like, "Oh, I've heard about this fucker." Oh my god, it's Zach. Holy shit! You got to say something inedible, or you can't hear. They can only hear on the speakers or the little. So what I think is funny about this lockdown is they show us this piece of footage, and then it jumps four hours ahead to them freaking out about some stuff they've heard. Wait, is this, have they covered the money thing yet? Oh, yeah, well that's what it is. Like okay. they put modern, modern money, down money down too. Wait, is it modern? It, it looks kind of old to me. Some of it was semicircles. I don't know if there's that much semicircle okay. coinage. Well, there I might think be they were some. Modern, broken, modern, modern Spanish currency might be that. They what? have weird shapes. Guys, what if they stole it? <laughs> display and they just <laughs> broke the glass and got it out <laughs> what's one more federal crime just throw it on the pile who cares yeah they've already done one um <laughs> there are multiple evps um or things these aren't even evps though these are these are like things that they oh, yeah, themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. heard in they, the moment yeah um that they catch on video and a lot of it mostly just sounds cats like a cat. car horns. there is one spooky growl that happens but this is a really old fort, and there are open windows. Yeah. Like, and it's on Florida. I mean, there's, I'm sure there's, there's crawling with animals. Yeah. There's fucking crocodiles. Or not crocodiles, alligators. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Crocodiles? Crocodiles. Crocodiles. They've got issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, Florida peeps, we hope you're doing all well. well yeah, with Jesus Christ. As we're recording this, shit is going down. Yeah. So. There's some probably a ghost behind this. There's some ghosts <laughs> getting. They're really pissed. Bring out the incense. Yeah, Just burn a little sage. We Just, have to appease. Is water supposed to like concentrate ghosts? No, it's or? stone. It's like stone and earth that okay. are supposed to. That, that it's the stone tape theory. That's what that's what Zach subscribes is to. Is water supposed to get rid of ghosts? I'm sure that Zach will tell you at some point one way or the other, and he'll probably actually tell you both ways on yeah. this, this program. Yeah, he'll probably say ghosts come whenever. But, yeah, if you're in Florida, we hope you're okay. Um, please stay safe with the hurricane. Um, yeah. So, Zach and the boys head into the Bones room, or as I have referred to it in my notes, the Amontillado room, where people got chained up uh, and made, were made to, to uh, die of thirst. Uh, he tries to cross the language barrier. Oh my god. Como te llamas? Y tú? It is the stereotypical uh, high school student in Spanish class using an American accent when speaking Spanish. 
not making any effort. To be to be fair, I don't think he actually speaks Spanish because in I, yeah. one of the later rooms, he's clearly reading from a translation. Oh, book. he makes it. He makes a point of saying to the camera, "I brought this Spanish English dictionary so we can talk to the ghosts." Guys, did he finish high school? I think he did. I th- it's possible, Cassie. It's very possible to finish high school and still not really learn that much. That's it's true. possible to finish college and still. Dude, not learn yeah, very for much. sure. Like, <laughs> not to upper level college. Oh yeah, still not. not to put down people who didn't finish high school. No, but... for whatever. Like, who cares? But, but we're not certain if Zach is a graduate. Yeah. That's not what we're judging. We judge Zach for a million other things. We just like making fun of Zach. We just really do. He's very vulnerable to it. Yeah. But he also seems like he wouldn't care. No, he would is, care. You think so? Oh yeah. You oh, think yeah. if he okay? You know he, he doesn't was, like bullies. He was, he probably he, well actually we know he was picked on as a kid. We found out last last. Oh guys guys. He doesn't like bullies. Why wouldn't he not like bullies? Because he was picked on. He was we, a uh, he was a little ginger. I, when I first came over, Cassie and Max showed me a picture of Zach. <laughs> we watched an episode of season seven. Context. And yeah. they showed me a picture of Zach as a little child, and it's fantastic. Uh, it was from a Halloween. He, it, oh, this is from the episode where they go to Romania to, to Dracula's castle. Oh, that's right. And yeah, it's young Zach dressed as Dracula for Halloween. And he is a ginger. You can tell. You can tell so so much. Not to make fun of people who ha- are redheads, but but why that- would he dye his hair black if he wasn't embarrassed of his red hair? Well, well, okay. So here's the thing: is watch the show now, knowing that, and in your brain, do the recoloring. Yeah, it you'll find it's a lot easier than you may think. And and the, it makes the, more sense. Yeah, like, it really does. It brings a clarity level to the show. <laughs> yeah, and especially in the more recent seasons, you can definitely if you see it up close. Uh, his, his hair. Makeup. Well, no, if you see his hair up close, you can actually see that his roots. Blue, oh my god! No, it, no the, it's that blue black. The blue that... black hue to the jet black dyes hair dyes. I mean, I I dye my hair black, and and I do have that one. It's like fresh. So you can definitely yeah, tell it it's not. Must be insecure after your hair color. <laughs> uh, call we out. can make that another. <laughs> Got you with that. I'm a strawberry blonde. <laughs> uh, one of the things that Zach says in this sequence is, "I never freak out like this." <laughs> there are so many good quotes. In Zach, this we have video footage of you freaking out like this, like nine times out of ten on these investigations. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, Mall Ninja, he said, uh, we're talking about the guy who was garroted. Uh, he was, uh, they strangled them to death until they slowly died. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Sorry, just side tangent. That's one of the other wonderful, wonderful things that was said in this so episode. So many, so many. Speaking about the, bo- uh, not the bones, yeah, the bones room. Mm-hmm. They are talking about going back and looking at the the evidence they can visually see on video. <laughs> yeah. Um, and probably talking about the the evidence they can hear on audio. <laughs> so another one of the things that is going on in the, like throughout this episode is that Aaron is sort of coming into his own as like a ghost 
like the ghost medium, like their ghosts are talking to him and he's able to talk to the ghosts for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So they ask him a lot. Why don't you talk to him since you're, since they're the ones you're, you're communicating with? No, he says, why don't you talk to him? You get scared all the time. Yeah, you're that's the probably, one. that's probably why they're communicating with you. You show fear. That's why they like you. It was the rudest thing. Jesus. And okay. Yes. Uh, Aaron does get really scared, but he gets really Zach. scared in this episode. Yeah, Zach just, flips shit. Zach looks like he's really about to good. piss himself. Zach is the one who's always almost crying all the time. Aaron is the one who just makes his O face and goes, he, "Dude!" Aaron screams. Zach cries. That's how yeah. they handle their fear. And, and there's and nothing wrong with either of those. Nick I'm just not... does his own thing. Yeah, yeah. Nick's, Nick's cool. Nick's is just—it's not just nice. Nick. He's just kind of nice bland. Nick. Nick usually goes, <laughs> "Dude!" and then like walks in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> Like Aaron walks like, it off. Like what cats do when, yeah. <laughs> when you're playing with them. And then they get overwhelmed and they have to like walk it off for a second. Walk it off. Chill out. And then they come back and play again. <laughs> uh, one of the things that happens later in is that they're walking into a uh, they're walking into a supposedly haunted room and Zach smells something and says that uh, you sometimes a smell can can be a, an indication of a ghost. And, this uh, one smells like horse shit. This one smells like horse shit, they both say. Zach and Aaron both say. And Aaron, and Zach does this thing where he like says, come here, come here. And Aaron like turns the camera around. And Zach like grabs his camera arm and like moves it out of the way. And moves in and sniffs Aaron real close on the shoulder and says, it's not you. Aaron says, I smell beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, remember the uh, when, when uh, Zach was in one of the rooms and he's, um, oh, it's the Bones room. Um, and he's just talking about, oh, what it must have been like in here. And he says, in here, day by day by day by day. <laughs> by day by day by day. Aaron's like, what was it like to be chained up in here for probably like six, seven days? My dude, if they're not bringing him water, that dude's dead after two. Yeah. It probably wasn't super, super. I mean, it was probably bad, but like. Isn't it the rule of two? Two months without food, two. Days without water, two hours without heat, you die. I think two that's minutes. Rule. Or it's maybe the rule of three. Three months without it's, food. I'm pretty sure it's three days is what you can. But that, to be fair, isn't an active environment. That's three days of hiking around in the in the backwoods. Mm-hmm. So you might be able to survive a little bit longer chained up because you're not moving. Um, if you can serve your pee. Well, it is Florida. Um, True. So it will be very very humid. There. However. It is worth noting that a lot of these chambers were very, very cold. In fact, mm-hmm. they make a point of oh, yeah, 61 one of the degrees. interior, uh, well, that was at night, in, but one of the interior rooms with no windows or anything opening up and being shocked at how cold is it in this sealed off, dark, stone walled, very thermally <laughs> in, well insulated <laughs> underground. Room, underground room and how cold it is. <laughs> it's safe to say that these guys are not experts in. Uh, General general science. Yeah, general science would be, yeah. Zach's messages to the ghosts, the supernatural. (laughs) Uh, He does, you know, the confrontational stuff. He's got some chains in his hands. This is in the bones. Oh, he's showing his guns up. Yeah, he puts his arms up. Yeah, It would make a great, uh, like, photo shoot for some angsty, Ed Hardy style. Oh, yes. For sure, Actually, commercial. Well, we should get a screenshot of him doing that and, and post. That'll it. be the yeah. That'll yeah. be the header for this one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he also says, and I don't know if this is on purpose or what, but he says when he's trying to provoke the the ghosts, this the Spaniards. He says, "This is our fort, not chose." Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> 
Fuck. <laughs> like, we get, there's a short montage of him saying dumb shit like this to the ghosts. Yeah. But that's the top of the mountain, as far as dumb shit Zach says in this episode. <laughs> The, uh, later on, Aaron has a close encounter, and we're Zach and Nick are just shooting. I believe they're setting up the static cameras in the bone room, and we hear Aaron go, "Fuck shit, dude!" Like run <laughs> and sprints to, to yeah. them. So the reason he's so freaked out is because he has heard some footsteps running up to him uh, outside while he was setting up his own camera. He's out in the courtyard walking around. Mm-hmm. And I think he described it something like this. I was walking around, and I hear behind me... Sorry, your neighbors probably hate that. <laughs> but he, he acts out these footsteps running behind him, and then his reaction and running away. And then he proceeds to go back and run, like, reenact it. He shows us it several twice times. Twice or three more times. This, this is clearly startled him very much. He's really functioning on adrenaline. Yeah. Uh, and they show us some static cam footage uh, from a different room. Where they could hear it. And it does sound like somebody was can, out there. You can distinctly hear two different tempos of running. One's a very like rhythmic running, and the other is a, clearly a startled panic scramble into a run. But before you hear the startled panic scramble, you also hear Aaron go, Fuck <laughs> yes. shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they take this as as probably their best evidence yet. Yeah, um, I, I don't have any explanation for it. There's two things that happen in this episode I don't have an explanation for, and that's one of them. And the other one is the little growl we hear that really yeah. spooks Zach. I don't really know exactly what's going on there. I'm sure it's explainable, yeah. but I don't know it's what It's probably it an animal. Like a bat, maybe? No. Because it really sounds like... <laughs> I There's a clicking noise too. It's like one of the aliens from Aliens. Could it have oh, been like yeah, a bug yeah. or a frog? It could have been a very valid bug. It could have been a frog. Yeah. A f- maybe a bo- bug and a frog. Or maybe a, a bug frog. Ooh. Oh, shit. Ooh. Uh, they do, they do the how dark it really is. God, I love this. this. <laughs> um, we see this again and again and again. Quick, in the show us your shine hey. a light over there because so we can see how dark it is. My favorite part of that is uh, what he says is. Oh shit! I thought I wrote it down. Uh, he, he Nick. Oh, he, he says, says see, see that? that? Well, I don't see it either. <laughs> uh, right after this is one of my favorite parts of the episode. Zach breaks out a new gadget that was developed for him by a scientist he knows. No, they did the barracks first, but uh, the barracks. Yeah. Oh yes. Okay. Okay. Get, like, give me the barracks. Let's go to the barracks. I didn't write notes for that. I spaced out a little bit. Okay, so they go to the barracks, um, and. There's no real evidence, I want to say, besides a temperature drop, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. But this is where he brings out the sand. And, oh, that's right. Um, and the Spanish dictionary. Uh, yep, yep. And he starts using really, a really poor pigeon of English-Spanish, <laughs> yelling at these soldiers and calling them bad soldiers. And assassinos. Assassinos. Is it Mesasinos? Assassino. Assassin. Okay. In his dictionary, it says that means murderer. Okay. Murder, yeah. Um, And he poorly puts together Spanish words uh, like attaque, attaque, and then whatever the word for punch. If I was a ghost hearing attack, attack, punch, like, I want a little bit more than that. Like, who? (laughs) What are you talking about? Okay. Can you give us more details? You're not that scary. I don't feel threatened by you, Zach. I'd rather not. 
I don't want to punch you. Yeah. And then he proceeds to drop the sand. Yes. In this building, this room. Saying that they are poor soldiers. That he's bringing this defiling sand into them, and, uh, into their fort. And defiling their fort by sprinkling it on the... Poor, poor park rangers come in the next morning and what find these motherfuckers they do? put sand everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't he say, uh, like, what did you do to these people? It's a bad way to go. <laughs> no, yeah. he, said, he said it's a raw way to go. A raw? Wrong. Yeah, it's a raw way to go. I think we all heard different, different uh, <laughs> words. Vote for it in the comments. Was it bad, raw, or wrong? Watch the episode and tell us what you think. It says wrong way to go. I wrote it down. Okay. I just Fake found news. it. Yeah. That's fine. So there. So there. Is this where we meet the gadget? The new gadget? No, but Fuck. almost there. <laughs> I just, this is one of my favorite parts. So they suddenly get a temperature to drop. And okay. it goes from about 74, I want to say, to 61. A pretty um, significant drop. Uh, how many people have been to the beach, though? Around the evening. Yeah. 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 You notice maybe a temperature drop as yeah. coastal winds come in and bring a, a nice cold offshore yeah. offshore breeze in. Definitely. Also, this, how this... long did it say 74? Was it like a split second or? Yeah, true. I have no idea. Maybe it was in their pocket and got a bad reading there. That could just be it calibrating. But my point itself. is, it's evening now. They're a fort <laughs> on a coast. And right behind Zach is an open window with bars in it. <laughs> My favorite thing in this show is when they talk about blasts of cold air and yes. you can see a window or a vent in the shot. Yes. yes. It's so funny. Yeah. They don't critically think at all. At all. They're just running on so much adrenaline. Yeah. And, and little let's, sleep. Hey, let's be real. It's four in the morning right now. True. True. Yeah. I've seen some weird stuff at four <laughs> o'clock in the morning that hasn't been weird. Yeah. Gadget time? Yes. Gadget okay, time. Okay, thank yes. God. So Go, go, gadget. So yes. he mentions that this was made for him by a scientist that he knows. And this is not Bill Chappell, because we've, meet, we've met Bill Chappell on this show before. And I remember distinctly that Zach had a special mad scientist that he went to before Bill Chappell. And his name was Gary Galka. And unlike Bill Chappell, Gary Galka's only in it because he has a passion for it. So Gary Galka doesn't sell his shit. He does, Gary, Gal, Gary doesn't hawk his bullshit on the internet like Bill Chappell does. Gary would make his shit just for the Ghost Adventures crew. So this is like bespoke mad scientist bullshit that this they're is, wielding. Yeah, some cussing shit. Wait, what's his name again? Gary Galka. G-A-L-K-A. I probably shouldn't give that much detail because he no longer works for them. And apparently suffered some family tragedy, so Aww. he deserves some privacy. But, okay. Um... So this device is a pair a pair, a pair is this device is a pair of infrared goggles connected to a camera that is handheld which has a speak and spell in it that ghosts can mess with. It detects so with it has a infrared camera mounted on the front and a bunch of lights. Yeah. Um and Zach sees through the infrared camera but inside of it also has some other sensor. They don't say what, but it detects the energy that ghosts can manipulate and correlates it to a database of words so that... Each word has a different energy yes. level or something. And it will correspond to a specific pattern of blinking lights, and they can then have an audible cue to what the word is. 
It's a lot of steps. <laughs> um, it's kind of a lot. It's kind of obtuse. Has anyone ever used Excel from another person? Yeah. <laughs> from you, another person? Yeah, like someone else gives you an Excel sheet. They've built something in Excel. Oh. And you try to go and see what they've done? Yeah. Yeah, yeah good luck for a ghost doing it with technology it doesn't even right. know. Yeah. yeah. To an English it doesn't even speak. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, explains why they get shit like An upstairs. English database. It is... These ghosts are really smart. Maybe like <laughs> activate a hundred percent of your brain when you become a ghost because they can communicate they like, through they're basically technology. God. They are. It's <laughs> like taking the limitless pill. When yeah, you become a ghost. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You, you can become do Brad- anything. You become Brad- <laughs> doesn't want to be a ghost. I would love. God, it would be so rad. Um, so they get words that are bullshit like upstairs and computer, computer, Bray. remote, permit, turn. And the voice is amazing that they yeah. chose for it. It's, <laughs> it's just like proto Microsoft. Hello. Shit. It's a speaking spell voice. Hello. Hello. Ghost adventures. <laughs> uh, so the ghost leaves. Zach, you are amazing. <laughs> I just want to hear it start insulting them. <laughs> like Zach's biggest insecurities. <laughs> Zach, your hair is out of place. Your roots are showing. Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> Shallow ribcage. Feminine. Weird nose. Sorry, Zach. Uh, the ghost leads them to the roof uh, where they decide to set up all of their X cams at once to catch everything. And they do catch something odd, uh, which appears to be. Uh, well, we are pulling a Zach and we are completely skipping over the, the native room where they held the natives captive. Oh. We are whitewashing this we episode. We are whitewashing this episode. Fuck. Did you hear too? Yeah. D- d- walk well, there's not much. They walk into a room where the, these natives were held captive and most likely died or executed later in the yard. And this is where the computer, they, there's no visual effects, nothing. This is where the computer gets signals and turns it into the random words that we've been jabbering about. Mm-hmm. Computer, turn. And they interpret that... The ghosts don't want them to leave, and there's something upstairs. Mm-hmm. So then they proceed to go out and go to the roof. And they set up all their cameras, and they just sort of dick around up there for a while, yeah. I guess. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's basically the last thing oh, they yeah. show us them yeah. doing. They go upstairs because they were instructed to by the speaking spell. The um, natives. Yeah. Um, this is where we get the lantern. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's They call it sort of a lantern ghost, where it looks like... They say it looks like someone's striking a flint to light a lantern out in the distance. And you kind of see a shadow. And then they zoom in, so it's super pixelated, and you can't see anything. <laughs> it's like that old uh, Futurama joke where Zap Brannigan uh, tells... tells um, God, what's his name? Kiff. Kiff. That's I was going to say quip. Uh, Kiff to zoom in and... Why is it all fuzzy? Well, sir, you have to increase the resolution. Or zoom doesn't mean better image. Every time they say we've we've increased the res, or I don't know, they always like try and enhance the footage, and then it just looks they just worse. zoom it in. They they crop and crop and expand. Yeah, the pixels are huge. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the thing, you know, whatever. It could have been a car in the distance. That's not what I was talking about. They they mentioned that. So the light uh, blinks on a couple times and then appears to shift to left slightly and go off. And then they also mention that on the ramparts between one of the cutouts, there's a word for it actually, uh, on one, like in there, you notice a quick 
brief flash of light. And uh -huh. this is on the side that is facing inland where there is a road that passes right by. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So easily explainable. Easily debunkable, if you're Zach Bagans. And they take this evidence to Pennsylvania. Wait, do they actually fly to Pennsylvania? Or does that guy fly to Florida? True, they never say. That's actually a good question because this sequence is shot in a hotel room. Yeah. But they do show a sequence of a you cityscape. Get, you, you it didn't the... quite look like Florida. No. Mm. So maybe they went to, uh, to Pennsylvania. Wherever it is in Pennsylvania this dude yeah. works in. But he's definitely in a hotel room. You can see yeah. the, that instructional emergency exit um, sign that's always on the doors, on the insides. This guy is probably gets called to hotels for weird things all the time. Like, people showing him just weird stuff. Because he doesn't look phased by it at all. Yeah, he's like a ghost guy. He's yeah. like a ghost hunter of his own kind. And they show him the footage, and he gives some pretty non-committal answers about how much he thinks that's a ghost. He mostly just has reactions like, yeah. whoa! He's mostly just like, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Oh, and Zach's wearing a baseball cap. Again, inside. He always wears hats for the indoor shoots. Like this. It's probably the lighting. It doesn't go well with his hair. Maybe he... The shots are a lot closer, yeah. and they're not in infrared, so you can probably see his hair. Maybe he just is too lazy to do his hair. That is true. He may have just gotten off a flight. Yeah. Um, and then it finishes with a reenactment in English. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> a reenactment of the Who, let's just battle. mention, we're not there during this time period. No, they were not. The they French were not and involved. the Spanish. Yeah. The English had absolutely no involvement in this conflict. I don't doubt there weren't English later on. Yeah. For sure at some point. Yeah. But not, not during this. Not time. in the 1500s. No. I yeah. wouldn't say. Um, so that's the Castillo de San Marcos episode of Ghost Adventures. <sighs> we um, missed so many good quotes and so much new technology. I really hope you guys do an episode on Ghost Adventures technology. Just the tech. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. the Hell tech. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a really good one. This is one of a, this is a very funny episode of Ghost Adventures, I'd say. Yeah, it was really good. It was the best I've seen. So this one, yeah. So if you're looking for a gateway episode, Castillo de San Marcos is a good one. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. uh, you get Aaron freaking out. You get Zach taunting ghosts very ineffectively. <laughs> I love how he taunts a ghost. It's like he's talking, talking to a dog that's peed on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> he's being very stern with them. He is the alpha. The oh, ghosts of know course. that. Yeah, they can pick up on that. Yeah. Just They're not going to bully him. No. Nobody bullies Zach. Not no. anymore. No. Not since the accident. Um. Cool. <laughs> All right, well, hey, any parting words here? I mean, that's about it for this one. Um. My favorite scene was when they hear a scream that sounds like a dolphin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yep. I think my favorite was just Aaron's encounter and the way he reacted to it. He flips. He flips out really badly. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't, I can't really think of anything. There's just so much good stuff. There really this is. This is a great episode. Yeah. Um, I, I really can't think of one. Cool. Yeah. Well, this episode is a greatest moment, I think. This is a high point for Ghost Adventures yeah. in general. The GAC um, really made us a very entertaining 45 minutes of television. 
longer because we reround reround it and we we'll rewatched some stuff. Whether they meant to or not. Oh wait, no, no, no! I do have a favorite moment. It was more like a a, a section of the show when he's collecting the sand on Anastasia Island. That was pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty. Where do you think it? it uh, wait, what, what did we say was the top overall moment last time? The last episode was Preston Castle. I think we we topped pimps with something else. We did top pimps. Oh, was it Zach crying? Yes, it was Zach <laughs> getting very very stressed out and having a short cry. Aww. Okay. We might be wrong. We might be forgetting something like that. Email us if we're wrong. I know people on the internet love to tell me I'm wrong, so <laughs> please tell me. Uh, did, did did this episode have a moment that beats that? You think? Uh, I don't think Zach. So. Th- the moment where he says, "I don't freak out like this," is pretty good. Oh, also when he talks about how Aaron's the one who does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you guys should check out the history of the Seminole uh, natives. It's pretty interesting. Yeah? Um, they've been through a lot, and um, they're doing pretty well right now. I mean, as, as well as you can if you're Native America. Um, there's a lot of history, a lot of good history, and, uh, and they've... they've done a lot to become financially independent and have, oh. their, have their own governmental system and it's pretty cool I actually lovely. when i was a little girl um living in florida i got to go see a uh, powwow it was nice cool yeah. visit florida don't visit florida right now no but visit florida yeah hey one more time good luck to all you folks out there going through stuff right now in florida it's um it's a real bad situation and i'm sorry we the timing on this episode yeah uh, uh, made this happen. Uh, At least the water will drive the ghost, uh, or bring them. We don't know. Or bring them. Yeah, it's not entirely clear. I'll put a link Let to us some. Know. I'll yeah. put a link to some charities uh, that if you want to help out in in those things, you can donate. Uh, I'm sure there's some good ones. I'm sure there's probably some ones that you might want to avoid. So I'll try to make sure that I'm 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 linking to stuff that actually helps people. Yeah. Um, shit. Our logo was made by Leandra. Um. Next week. We are going to have on um, <clears throat> our friend Evan, who is an electrical. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> who is an actual electrical engineer? <laughs> oh, he's gonna blow their spot up really badly, yeah. huh? Can I come um, back for that one? Yeah, yeah, please. I really want to see yeah. that one. Uh, thank Actually, you. I'll be gone. Oh, Maybe. we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. I'll Hopefully, you won't be gone. Maybe. GSA. We'll see. No, I uh, gotta go to a wedding. Oh, that's but nice. I'll be coming back Sunday, so I might be able to make it. Okay. We'll see. Okay. Thanks for listening. It's very cool that you listen to this show because it's like a labor of love for us. Mm-hmm. It's something we do for fun. Labor of laughs. Labor of laughs. That's remember, a that's a really good one. Remember all the mean things we say? It's just to make fun of Zach. Zach in particular, I feel like. I don't really have much animosity towards Nick or Aaron. Aaron no. is like oh. long better with He probably people. has more friends than Zach. I wonder... <laughs> okay, okay. Who? Which of the three GAC has the most Twitter followers? That's the oh, question. Oh, it's Zach Bagans, of course. I'm sure. I don't keep track. I do follow him because some of his tweets are quite funny. Though. I'll tell you, I'm sure he th- I'm sure he cares the most out of all of them. I remember one, one tweet in particular. Somebody asked him if he was single, and he replied, single and ready to mingle. <laughs> Gross. And I don't remember how long ago that was, but I don't really keep track of his love life. But a lot of people on Tumblr do. I would do. love to find him on, uh... Like, Plenty of Fish? Plenty of Fish, oh, Tinder, <laughs> Grindr, whatever. Oh, my God, you know he's got one. He would totally do the, the, the profile picture where he's in the bathroom and he, he's, like, doing a selfie of himself topless. 
No, because how would else would he show off his cool shirts? Oh. So, ooh, yeah, that's a ooh. What if it's like? What if he has a third nipple? <gasps> <laughs> that's how he can sense the ghosts. His Wait, third no. nipple tingles. <laughs> he does take his shirt off in a few episodes, so it must not be anything. He's... He can suck it in. <laughs> maybe he's really. Maybe he doesn't tan down there, and so he only takes his shirt off in he's the dark. A ginger. Yeah, yeah. Guys, I'm a, I'm a strawberry blonde. My family is a bunch of redheads. I hold no animosity towards redheads. You, no hate. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Um, I just like to poke fun at Zach and his insecurities. Because it makes so much fun. about ours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, um, if you like this show, uh, leave, a re- leave a review on iTunes. I know every podcast asks you to do that, but that's because it's very helpful for podcasts when you do that. And we would be, and you know, I think, hey, we should read people's reviews on the air. I think that'd be a great incentive. Yeah. If you leave us a review, we'll read it on the oh, air. We also have an email. It's insanelyhauntedpodcast at gmail.com. All together, all, all, all small letters. Insanelyhauntedpodcast.com. Uh, I do. Or at, at gmail.com, sorry. I do another podcast with a couple of friends of mine called Zenkai Boost. It's very fun. We do the same exact shit, but with um, Dragon Ball Z Kai, which is a very, very dumb show also. Uh, just dumb in different ways. And then you have another... God, I have a third podcast because I don't like having free time. It's called Plus Ultra. It's about another anime called My Hero Academia that I actually like. Uh, and that's... It's, you know, it's smart stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> After listening to this podcast, I don't think we're any smarter. No, I don't think we can. We can't attribute the. Oh, oh my God! Jesus Christ! A cat just jumped on my wife's lap out of nowhere. And spooky her claw went into my leg. Her claw was hey, inside Bean. your flesh. You want to be a part of the show? So Lydia's on the show. We should let's. Hey, let's wrap this up. Um, okay. Thanks so much for listening to Insanely Haunted. It's been a great time spending an hour with you. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. And I'm Dan. And what you just heard was a Class A EVP.